Oh, they definitely from this hear live us stream. talking about buttholes <laughs> on this right here. It is penis. Don't talk about buttholes. Yeah, no more. I don't want to get kicked off. <laughs> oh, yeah, they'll definitely be like, <laughs> oh, will they? It's a butthole. It's Why cultural. is there not a vagina festival? What? There is. When? You can steal an election, but you can't talk Rapongi about buttholes. Rapongi has vagina festival every day. Every day. Every day. No. Should I just come in? I never know when to come in on this damn thing, Steez. I like when you get it popping right at the beginning. But okay, uh, yo, welcome back to the Mega Late Show, Tokyo, Japan's number one hip hop and dope culture podcast. Every Friday, every week, we spotlight all the dope culture happenings in Tokyo, including hip hop events, dance events, etc. Hella hip hop, everything dope. I am your guy, MF Mega. I'm here with Metal Face Late hey. and. Uh, our guy Steez is with us today, Steezy Von Doom. Yo, also, yo, yo. unofficial yo. MLS member, do the, thing, do the, the thing. mighty Aphrodite is here today. What, what, what were you going to stop me? What were you going to stop me from? I'll do it after you introduce the oh, guest. Okay, okay. And uh, today, episode 30, the whole Mega Late Show is rocking with you. And this week, the perfect guest list grows. We have a ridiculously talented, multi-hyphenate friend of the show, she is a person who has done far too much for me to mention in, the, in this intro, uh, including producing music videos, directing, television shows, brand management. She's worked with a plethora of DJs and artists, including like Raekwon, our guy DJ Kensuke, the legendary DJ Jazzy Jeff, as well as um, reps, uh, DJ Dirty Crates, a.k.a. Zebra who still hasn't responded to my message, but thanks. Get back to me, Zebra. And um, yo, I'm not gonna do too much talking about her because honestly, I don't think that I'm gonna be able to do anything justice, but we have the lovely, intelligent, and super dope, Daisha Hunter. Yeah. Hey. Thank you for having me, I'm so excited to be here. Word. So yeah. excited to be here. And Daisha, you're just visiting us uh, in Tokyo, taking a little yes. trip outside of your... I'm here for the cherry blossoms, out here uh, popping cherries, hey. penis festivals, just all the spring things. Because we haven't yet experienced spring in the Northeast yet. We're uh, still getting snowed on. So I was like, I got to okay. get out of there. I need, a, I need a flower. Well, you know, Tokyo's been tripping lately too, right? Tokyo's been tripping hard. It has. Yeah. yeah. Well, two weeks ago, we snowed a little bit. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I've been watching your weather and I'm like, yeah, stop. Super stop weird. it. Well, you know they have four seasons out here. Five. Yeah, yeah. What is the fifth season? That's like the fifth element of hip hop, right? It's like, it's like <laughs> rain when people are going to about it. <laughs> yeah. Rain. Rain is the fifth. Oh, one. yeah. And it comes twice, not just June, but it's also September. Yeah. I, I don't know. I was feeling like, oh, I'm going to be really happy to wear shorts and like a short sleeve shirt to work. I'm wearing my work clothes that I worked in today, by the way. But I was, I was going to be really happy. Then today, as I was walking to my school, I was hot as hell. And I was wishing for those winter days back again. I don't want to be one of those don't people that. that's just like, yo, I hate when it's hot. I wish it was cold. And then when it's cold, it's like, I hate when it's cold. I wish it was hot. Oh, you mean me? Don't be that type of person. Do not want to be that guy. But um, yes, so as, as everybody knows that listens to the podcast, let me go ahead and break it down to what we do for y'all every week. First thing we're going to do is we're going to take a commercial break. But when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about some, uh, some news that came out immediately. Uh, 
And then after that, we'll do a temperature check where we talk to Daisha about some of her personal preferences and tastes in music and hip-hop and things of that nature. After that, we'll take another commercial break, come mm. back for our weather report, where she's going to share a track. I have a track to share today. Does anybody else have a track to share today? Nah. No? Nope. Nope. Okay, well then. Shalice, you got yeah. some new new? Maybe. Oh, Maybe. shit. Oh, oh shit. that exclusive MLS exclusive. We have one about to drop Yeah, now. that's right. Um, and after the weather report, we'll go into the conversation segment where we're going to dive deep into uh, what goes on with uh, Miss Dacia here and figure all that out. So let's go ahead and take a short commercial break to tell you about our sponsor. Yo, what's up? This is Steezy Mix Steezerson, a.k.a. your boy Thieve, a.k.a. La Steezy F, baby. And you're listening to the Mega Late Show. You know how we do. It's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I, uh, uh, remix. No, no, no. But for real, though, calcombs.com, you check that out. 25% off over $30. You put in the coupon code Mega Late Show, all lower cases, no spaces. God damn it, don't space that bitch up. All right? And you get that 25% off. He's got a lot of shit. It's a versatile thing up in there. The cart. Yo, fill that cart up. Get 100 bucks, bro. Fucking like spending $75. Make a late show. Calcombs.com. Come, come. Is no, it? it's, oh, it's all well, no, the lollipops are. You can get penis and vagina lollipops. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Late. Run that back. Let's come back into the show. We, <laughs> we talk about this too. Yeah, we talking about penises matters. on the break. All right. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So, wait. Yo, Mega Late Show, episode 30. Here goes a little news segment of the podcast. Hold on, before we get into the news, what I wanted to say before, uh, the reason why Daisha's over here, I don't want to like put anything super on blast. But uh, Daisha is a huge Wu-Tang fan, and that's kind of related to the reason why she's over here. So as much as I like the, you know, Meg Metal Face, MF names, I think we need some Wu-Tang names up in here, man. Oh, yeah? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. For sure. Do you want to use the Wu-Tang name generator? You have to use a name generator, because for my party tomorrow, you all have to come with your name generator. If you if you come, oh, we're going to give you a name. Oh, So, yeah, shit. Kenska and I, we're kicking it last we month, stayed up for and the we put our names in. All right, so yeah, let's that. figure that out. Yeah, we'll yeah. get some Wu names. We'll get y'all so. Robert together. Digital. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's keep it moving to the news segment of the podcast. What, does anybody have any new news? I've been here for a week and a half, so nothing. I know nothing that's happening right. in the world okay. on purpose. Well, I've got, I've got a couple things. Late, do you have any news? Give me a second. I have to remember. Oh, All right, that, let me go ahead and Rapture's rap out. Rapture? Oh, the, the Netflix series? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually haven't. I, I started watching the um, the Logic episode, uh -huh. and I tuned all that out. It wasn't that good, but the next one's Nas and Dave East. Okay, good. I, I might be interested is in checking like that out. Is this like a docu-series? It, yeah, well, it's, um, I think it's several. It's a, it's a Netflix original series, and I think that there's several episodes focusing on different people of the culture. There's a Rhapsody episode, yeah. Nas and Dave East, yeah. Logic, and... Two Chains. Two Chains has got an episode? Uh, yeah. So. I'm just not a big Logic fan. Absolutely. So I just, I, I, just I started watching his, and I was like, yeah, I don't really care about... Anything just going on. all of them? But the, yeah. the Defiant ones, have you heard of that? I don't know if it's just new, but I just watched it. Yeah. It's about yeah, yeah. Um, Dr. Dre. Bro, we were talking about that the day that I moved in here. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, what about Roxanne Shante? I did watch that I as well. I did not get Oh, is that out already? Yet. How yeah. was it? It was good. I, um, I thought it, was, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. 
the way that it ended, I was kind of like, eh, like, you know, I kind of didn't like the way it ended. I felt like there should have been some type of more closure. It kind of just ended openly with Mm. them really throwing the idea that this little boy is going to grow up to be Nasty Nas. You know, he he makes like, and it's a true story. Nas like met her and then rhymed for her like twice or something like that. And um, every time he was on the scene, he's like, yo, Nasir. Nasir, they say his name like five times each time to like really rub it in your face that it's not. They're like, yo, golden yeah. child with the chipped tooth. Yo, you're going to put out Illmatic <laughs> in a couple years. It's going to change the game, Nasir. Yo, what is that? A Uzi in your army jacket lining? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> right. Yo, did you know that the world yeah. is yours and it's halftime, Nasir? Yo, yeah, man, you really like, throw it in your face. You like half like man, half a man. dynamite screenwriting right there. <laughs> I mean, black dynamite is fire. This is just okay. No, no, it was sticking out like a sore thumb. With the <laughs> it, wasn't part. it, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, she came up, she's like, oh, Nas, come over here. Let me hear you rhyme real quick. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you need to work on that. This ends up being about him and not about her. Well, it definitely ends on the point that's like, he's going to grow up to be Nas. Okay. And I was getting exactly. my ass. You the executive producer? But that kid. for her Watch it be Nas the executive producer. I feel like that was Nas's son because he looked like Nas. I didn't think he looked like Nas at all, but I, I don't know. I don't know. He looked like Nas and he could rap. I don't know who. Like, uh, I don't know. He, but he's was, gotta be some yeah, that was that was not a bad one. I, I definitely recommend some people, some people watch that not netflix has been putting out a lot of great hip-hop hip-hop type of yeah. documentary series and everything like that you can big find time. everything on there now big time big time yeah. all right that's all i got no i've got some more news um let me see here oh did y'all hear about fabulous nope what happened he's gay <laughs> no that's old news no i don't even know i don't even know um yo okay so the rapper Shalice fabulous. is here so i'm gonna be trolling tonight Oh, nice. You mean nobody's favorite rapper? Nobody's. Well, I think I knew a girl in Okinawa nobody's who her favorite, favorite rapper was rapper. Fabulous. Yeah. But this fucking guy, he beat the shit out of Emily B, his girlfriend, for mad Whoa. years. He knocked her front teeth out. And he's on video threatening her and the father. And like they're trying to arrest this man as we speak, I think. Fab- wait, wait, wait. Say that again? Fabulous. He beat Fabulous the shit out of his girlfriend. Emily B, who Wait, he's been with. Wait, fabulous B, his girl. Fabulous B, knocked her two front he knocked teeth her out. front teeth out. Is what I hear. Did really? he used to have fucked up teeth? Was I, this a jealousy thing? I don't. Yeah. Wait, this is the girl. <laughs> I don't want to be joking ever. about domestic violence, it's but yeah, it's not a joke. It's not yeah. a joke. Go ahead, Deja. What he's been you with her forever, right? Yeah, this several. Is yeah. Ooh, that, yeah, that's it was, really fucked up. Yeah, it's that. it's um it's not a good thing, and um I will be rescinding all any support any any little amount of support that I had for this guy. Very little. Well, I listened to his last album, him and Jada kissed the Freddie and Jason joint. I, I mean, they're barring out. It's raps, but I mean, I didn't love it. But well, I'm glad I haven't heard his shit in a long time. Shit. Yeah. Anyways. Oh, speaking of fuckboys, um, we all know Fuckboy Deluxe, Martin Screlly. He was recently uh, convicted Deluxe. of securities fraud. And so mm-hmm. they're take they're taking him to jail and seizing a lot of his assets, which includes that $2 million Wu-Tang. They're not Wu-Tang. taking the Wu-Tang album. No, they're taking the Wu-Tang album. Are you album. serious? Yeah, they, they, he's, he's losing... He's losing he's losing the Wu Tang album. And I recently found out that Mr. Bob Digital himself, the Rizza, Rizza Recta, he is because of the contract that they signed when he sold it, he cannot purchase the album himself. And he tried to. So I don't know when we'll be getting that Wu Tang album. Anybody could purchase it though. Like No, I think like, I think it's a stipulation in the contract that they're not able to purchase it back. No, they can't purchase it back. Right. How hard is it for him to get somebody else to purchase it? I don't understand. I, I have no, I have no idea. But that's what I heard from Mr. Rizza. I hear the album's mad mediocre. You guys said it was mad mediocre, and you guys is actually suing Rizza right now I bet over um, royalties on that album. Did you read his book? 
No, I've been trying I, to get my hands I on it, but I need book. a physical I seen his copy. interview, but I was like, man, I got to read this book because he is not my favorite member. <laughs> so I, I, mean, I do want to read I'm it, a though. fan of you, God, but, you know, some of the things that I saw his Breakfast Club interview and some of the things he highlighted on that, I was like, I, I feel where you're coming from because mm-hmm. you, Inspector Deck, and Master Killer definitely got shelved. So that's why the latest that. album was a, a Wu-Tang album and not a Wu-Tang Clan album, right? Because you guys not on it. Oh, really? Apparently. Aww, makes sense. Black Shampoo. For all He's on the latest the episode to get up on this, actually. Oh, yeah? He just came out with a new Shout out to Jensen well. Carp if y'all are listening. Give a nigga a retweet. Yeah, hit us up. Hit us with that. Um, also, that rest retweet, in peace. Retweet, baby. Rest in peace to Winnie Mandela. Hey, she yeah. passed away. Definitely seen that on Instagram. But yeah. And also, recognize. also, I got to give a shout out. I know none of y'all know this person, but um, Alias from Anticon passed away on Sunday from a heart attack. He's 41 years old. Um, just a tremendous artist Comes from Anticon Collective Which was a really big movement In independent underground hip hop music In the early 90s They were considered one of the better coalitions Oh this has got the best Okay let me let me. This one's so much, it's hard for me to focus Because all of the Wu-Tang instrumentals Like I am, I'm zoning out right now <laughs> Thank is, you yeah. Thank you for this <laughs> So um, yeah so, so Alias passed away Just a really prominent member Especially in my life uh, you know, I met him several times, had several conversations with him. Just a really super nice guy. Uh, despite all of his his talent and success, he was always down to talk to, um, you know, his fans and everything. And, uh, yeah, rest in peace, Alias. Rest in peace. Also, if you, if you want to if you want to support him, he has a GoFundMe, GoFundMe.com backslash uh, Brendan Whitney. So people that know, check it out. It's worthwhile. Now, does this count as news? I wanted to know all of your backgrounds because we don't get to hear about you on the other episodes. Sure. Can you give us a little Why, bit? Yeah, well, well, let's use that to transition Thank to the you, temperature Daisha. check. Why don't you I've ask been, us a, a couple questions? I've then. been waiting Thank to be you. asked about. <laughs> about <laughs> we'll be talking about all these people coming through. Coming yeah, through. it's not like no you can go to no lestees.com or <laughs> right. at Lestees Instagram. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Like, we don't need a guest every what time. What is your we can background? Yeah. <laughs> How long have you been in Japan? What brought y'all together anyway as a podcast? How did y'all get to this point? Yo, if that episode of Sunday Replay came out, she would have heard all about it. But we got an episode of Sunday Replay that hasn't come out. It's been like six months. And Do you that's know our Katomi? whole story. Katomi? Lane? No. Okay. Well, anyways, they, they do a they do a, a YouTube show that is uh, they get DJs and uh, cultural curators and artists out here and people like ourselves. And they interview them and they play retro video games against them. So we did their show. And Katomi is animating it so we look like Dragon Ball characters because the game we that played was dope. Dragon Ball. And we fucked them up super bad. We fucked them I, up I think we, bad. we cleared them out. Like, yeah. No, we no, no L's. Them. No L's. We murked them. We swept yeah. them up. Yeah. But yeah, there's, there's a lot of information about us on there, and that should come out soon. But we need this right here, yeah, right now. Yeah, bust it. Any questions you have, let <laughs> her do the right Uh Well, yeah, yeah. I'll say, since I'm kind of like in between, I knew Steez from Tochigi days. I've known Steez for going on six years now, five or six years. Five years for sure. And after I moved to Tokyo, I was here for about a year or so, and I went to Steez's wedding, and that's where I met Mega. And they had, well, you, now you can explain how y'all know each other. I actually, I, I had only, I, I found, Steve and I, somehow we found each other's Instagram pages. And, you know, he asked me, I posted a picture of high school and he's like, yo, what are you? He was probably looking to see if I was like a Guamanian type of person. Because, you know, Steve's reps. Guamanian for, type of person. Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, you know, he probably was checking to see that. And I was like, nah, I'm, you know, I'm black, Filipino, 
all this other shit, right? So and, I disregarded um, him after yeah. he told me he's not from Guam, something like right. that. And then I ran into him on the train, <laughs> the first train in the morning coming home after a long night of partying. I ran into him and he was like, yo, yo, yeah, man, we'll hang out one time. And the next time he hit me up was just to come to his wedding. And I was like... Is that weird? Is that crazy? If I just show up at the wedding, do I have to bring yeah. like money? Nah, he you know through. what I mean? Like, yeah, do I have that to bring money? I wedding know. package, boy. But, but you know, he told me he's like, nah, just come through. You don't even have to dress like crazy or nothing. It's just a real kind of like a joyous occasion. You know, it was a beautiful wedding very reception. Very unconventional, and, yeah. yeah. So we went in there, and and came I came through. in extra late. Everybody was already sitting down, and the chair that I picked to sit in was next to uh to late. Which yeah, and so after that we started building. And we working. started talking about we started talking about just. I forget what we were talking about, but it was some woke shit, I think. We was just smart guy shit. Right yeah, I don't there. even know, man. We didn't yeah. even talk about hip-hop. I just really. saw no. you guys sitting next to each other, yeah. and I saw you guys exchanging yeah. contact information. I'm like, yeah. and then, it's the, all going according to plan. <laughs> <laughs> the, next day, the next day, I went to, um, Steve's told me, or Late told me that he was going to be doing Speakeasy with Brooklyn Terry and DJ Sarasa, and Steve told me he was going to go. So we went there. I linked up with Late, and then like a week later, we went to a beat show. And at that beat show, we were getting real saucy, real drunk. I had my people out here, uh, my dude Phil from the Kinja, the dance crew. Fun, yeah. I had my guy Scott Zukodic from from Scotland, and we were all just turned having a good time. And late and I started talking about drill music and how it's kind of like black Wait, people. Wait, but death where metal. are you from? You didn't say where ATL. you're from. ATL. I'm from Atlanta. What? You're from Atlanta. Yeah. You're Cali, from... California, okay. Guam. Guam. Yeah. Where are you from, Salif? Beautiful. ATL, baby. ATL. Yeah. ATL and you're from uh, I'm from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, which oh, is the capital. Yeah. Capital, yes. capital. Yes, yes, yes. I remember learning that in elementary school. And forgetting it because everyone <laughs> thinks it's Philly. No, no. Right when you said Harrisburg, it clicked. Everyone thinks it's back Philly, to like or, or default like, to Pittsburgh. It's huh. like it has to be one of the two big cities. Nah, Can't I remember. be this little one. Steve's knows. So what was your time between Tochigi and coming to Tokyo? Like for me, I got here in 06 to 08. I was in Tochigi, like Nishinasuno area. So then I, I, I got moved here in 2012 Tokyo. and I was teaching English and I was doing a YouTube called Tasty English. So that's where I ha learned how to do filmmaking. And that's Tochigi. Yeah. So and then that's when I got my man Corin over here to be in an episode and that's when I created his name late. So y'all were in the same city in Tochigi? Yeah, just about. Okay. And I was like, I was like, yo, maybe I should name it like L-E-I-G-H-T. And he was like, nah, keep it at late, L-A-T-E. And I'm like, all right, let's do that. And so we did that Tasty English uh, called Legit. Uh, Legit, nah. right? What's Go with the flow. Go with the flow. So look up Tasty English, Go with the flow. And that's... The spawn of late. That's a really good April second, actually. April second. That's late day. That's yeah. what he was posting recently. I did see that picture, and I'm like, please tell me the backstory on all of this. Yeah, so that's why I had to drop that, because yeah, it's a good, it's a good video. So yeah, that's why I learned my filmmaking and stuff like that. And then I moved to Tokyo uh, almost two years ago now. And um, before that, I was going to Tokyo a lot. That's when I saw Mega that one night in Shinjuku, something like that. I was just like, every weekend I was coming coming down and yeah basically just uh acting and filmmaking right now and doing the podcast and chilling when did y'all start the podcast we started january it. 2017 yeah right yeah mm. oh wow so, okay i mean we're uh, we were we were trying to do like two episodes a month which we almost did that properly for the first year but now we're releasing episodes every friday so 
like the you know i've been mega for my whole life and then you know late being late the name just kind of came together we had a bunch of different names we were thinking about calling it ramen juice uh, <laughs> i like that tokyo master, master blaster, blaster tokyo yeah. master ramen blaster. juice is dope right yeah ramen juice is good. damn you should uh you should make a movie called ramen juice ramen juice would be it'll dope. be like pootie tang but in japan and it'll be starring late <laughs> and i'll be the chris rock of the film good because i don't want to talk man it's hot out here yeah, it's hot. Okay, um, but yeah, I'm put joke. But Would yeah. you rather we been ramen juice? Should we rebrand now? Oh, he's getting or his stick to make now. show. Yeah, no, but you could make ramen juice a segment. That's what we also Yo, talked we about. We should have did that already, man. We fucking up. You can add. I it's never too late. It's never well, too late she, to add segments. So, so you're, she's also a branding manager who works <laughs> right? on these. That's why she's helping. So that's why we get information. I already reappropriated some of the names. Like this is not information. That was the slogan at. Oh, like so year. we dropped ramen juice and liquid that wars is the name of the pudding. mixes now. And ramen juice is gonna make a great logo and T-shirt. I had all these ideas for photo shoots where we're like chilling, drinking, and it's like ramen noodles all over the place and shit, like coming out of the top of cans. You know what I mean? Like I had all these ideas for the photo shoot, but we've never had a photo shoot. We missed that shit. Yeah. Well, let me drop these kilos, a couple of these kilos, and then we'll get up on it. Straight up, yeah. new lifestyle, new me, new redesign, new lifestyle, new me. You have any other questions for us? Favorite artists, things of that nature. The temperature check, usually we ask you, like, who's your favorite artist when you're 16? Like, what type of music do you like? How much do you think Tupac could bench press? Things oh, of that Lord. nature. <laughs> well, Woo, for starters, as you know, I'm, I'm a really big Woo head. I love them. Killer. And Go I'm happy killer. to be in my 36th chamber year this year. And I've been waiting so, for this year. I'm nice. not really doing anything special except for I told myself I'd get my Wu-Tang tattoo. I always wanted it on my hand like Method Man. That was always my boyfriend in my head. My brother Kari got but one on his hand like not, But yeah, I wouldn't have made it far in Method multiple Man industries or countries with that. He's still fine. He's That's so fucking fine. Oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> still love him. Still have a crush, still have a crush on him. But, but I Who's just love them. Shit, then, I don't ladies. do that. We don't do that. We don't, we don't yeah. ask Wu heads who their favorite member is. Oh, but I can tell you if I was facts. a rapper, I always wanted to sound like Ghostface. Like, that is who I would sound like if I was able. If I had the skill level, I would want to be him. Like, he's one of the greatest storytellers ever. So I love him and I, I love Ray. If I could, if I could morph them together, Ray and Ghost. That's who I would be. Put together. What's your favorite uh, of the solo albums? Oh, I can't. To Cal. I can't. No. For no. me, it's pretty easy. What is no. it? I think Only Built for Cuban Links is a, is a classic album, and I prefer it to Illmatic. But like, can we really call that Links. a solo album? Because it's just Wait. so much of all well, of them. it's Raekwon's, <laughs> but I mean, yeah. I mean, all of those albums could be like Woo projects, right. actually. So, right. Yeah. But Only Built for Cuban Links, I mean, I know every single, every line on that whole album. Love it. Just love it. I, I think I'm partial to Iron Man. Tell, I love it, too. It's another okay. great album. Shalice, your favorite solo woo. <laughs> she, likes, she likes only built for Cuban links too. I'm She's trying like, to. I like yeah, that yeah. method in Shalice, Mary yeah, track. Yeah, yeah. Shalice <laughs> just make the Jello face. She was like, oh. yeah. She's like, yeah. I love only built for sausage links. <laughs> that's my jam right. too. <laughs> Sorry, only built for Cuban Latinos. Yeah, that's my jam. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we had somebody in here who said, uh, "What did he say? B whoever's on the shirt." Yeah, he said B-bars. <laughs> yeah, this shirt is like, oh yo, it's like, don't ever do that in your whole life. Who did that? Kevin. Kevin Max Marks. Kevin. Shout out to Max yeah. Kevin. Little Max cutie Kevin. podcast. Y'all yeah, check funny. that out. AKA B-bars. Yeah. But that's dope. I mean, I've, I've been a big Woo fan, um, you know, more when more when I was in high school and when I was younger, especially, you know, I was on the same 5% theology tip and everything like that. That's where Mega comes from. 
And um, yeah, but you know, uh, big Wu fans. Haven't loved a lot of stuff recently, but hey, you know, it is what it is. And also, um, I'm a really big Baltimore Club music head. So I love Baltimore Club. I um, could only hear it in like DC, Virginia area, of course, Baltimore. And when I went to college, I went to Temple. I used to always take CDs and records from Baltimore and take them to the parties there and we have to play them all the time. So that's where I really just connected to that kind of music. And Work. also Go-Go. I love Go-Go too from DC. And that's the reason why I started DJing in Tokyo is because no one was playing Baltimore Club or Go-Go. And come to find out, Japan has a Go-Go music culture that they've had for years. So they, I mean, they can feel the beat, they can feel the rhythm, like it's in their culture too, but no one was actually spinning it in a party. So I re that's that's the only reason why I started DJing here. It was like, oh, this is missing, and I want to dance to it, so let me play it. Your DJ name, what's your DJ um, my name? D I went by Daylight, so that was my DJ name, DJ Daylight. Yeah, it was awesome. Every party was awesome. Every black person within a 50-mile radius was there. And they were like, hey, what's up? Like, I met every black person in Tokyo and or Tochigi or whatever at her parties. And that, the whole essence of that was to recreate the black club culture that you felt, um, I thought that'd be early 2000s, I guess, late 90s in Japan, like in a club in Japan. And the thing about... Um, well, Tokyo area specifically, we're segregated by like foreigner. There's the expats that live here, there's military, and then there's Japanese. Those are the three markets that you're working with when it comes to anything. So nightlife, you would always see the segregation. It's like, oh, we're going to Roppongi, which is foreigner, male, and military. It's very right. gross. And then too. it's like, oh, but the, the Japanese hip-hop heads, it's like strictly Japanese. And maybe if you're a pop locker or you're in there. Yeah. And it was just really strange because people I was meeting, it was everybody from everywhere. And I just wanted to bring them together and have a place where we could that wasn't Rapongi. So that's what I focused on doing. That's what I did. Yes, what are, the blackout. The blackout. The blackout. The blackout. <laughs> well, I love that. You know, like we're, um, you know, we're all in black creatives in Japan and, and we're building for black folks out here as well, uh, especially highlighting people out here who are doing it big, who are people of color, especially black folks. So, yeah, I, I wish you still lived out here in Tokyo so we could rock with you, too. For That's real, a, but real. when I'm here, through. come through. She's it's coming the back. same spirit. It's yeah, the yeah. same She's spirt when She's I get back. here. Yeah, well, that's what we're hoping we're gonna for. We're going to summon the spirits. We're going to summon, summon the, the angels and the spirits and whisper in somebody's ear, and then she's going to bring her ass back. What's <laughs> up? What are you there. listening to right now? I listen to a lot of... I want to say, well, one selection type thing. So I listen to Selection Radio. I guess I've been listening to them for two, three years. I love that kind of sound, that kind of vibe, how everybody's remixing all the 90s stuff. Um, I have my own Spotify playlist. If anyone wants to follow me, I'm Daisha Hunter, all one word on Spotify. And everything I do is by emoji. Like, my playlists are emoji-based. So I have Ex one that's explain like... Explain that, please. I have one that is like closed monkey ear, candy pill, black hole. And that one is pretty much all trap and ratchet music. Like any of the little ugly face tack color dreadhead, they're all in there. That's like, going to be, that's that's gonna be my, my, little, my, that's the name my of the episode. Little ugly face tack. <laughs> little ugly face tack color dreadhead. Oh, oh, that's your SoundCloud <laughs> rapper name? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> that's a category for me. X, that's X, a genre little of ugly music. Face tack, tentacion. <laughs> Thank you. It's a genre of music uh, that I just wonderful. made. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Stuff like that, yeah. Who don't you like? What music don't you like um, right now? I usually don't ask this to people, but I just want her to be real. Takashi 6 9 I 
mean, some of the if the if it gets catchy enough and I hear it at the right time or I'm in the club, I can like it. But on a normal day, I'm not like, oh, I need to hear this lyric, this mumbling, this drug addict depression talk. Like, I was not with any of that because that's not the place that I was in. I couldn't relate. I really felt like I'm not on drugs and I don't want to kill myself. So how am I supposed to, to relate to that? I mean, I, not a good time. I do the <laughs> not same a good thing time. with a lot of the music I listen to. Like, I can't turn up to some things because I'm not in that mind state at all half mm. the time. So I just don't identify with it. And I don't fuck with it. What about um, Mary Fuck Kill? Mary Fuck Kill. Convenies. You can pick between Lawson's, Family Mart, and 7-Eleven. Mary Woo! Fuck Kill. That is <laughs> Sammy Mike got the chicken though. Oh my gosh. I don't want to influence you here. But you want to add in maybe Daily Yamazaki? We, no, we do include We're not, we're not doing about the Z list convenience stores. We're not wait, wait. Yeah, Z list. That's what I'm saying. Steve's about to get mad again. If you do like Daily Yamazaki, we could we could throw that in the mix. And take one of those other. We do include out. natural Lawson's and Lawson's 100. I'm not doing no, natural Lawson's. I need I need real junk food. Okay, mini stop. How about mini stop? Mini stop is not getting it. Circle K and all. No. Sunkiss. Okay, we'll nope. keep it. Don't ever go to nope. Sunkiss in your whole life. <laughs> trash. Sunkiss already got bought out by Family Mart. That's because they trash. And, and we're trying to make it better. I notice I say we're as a, as though I'm part of the family Family Mart. You're part of the Kombini Council of Japan. Yeah, man. Mary, like, it's a difficult question. So much of our lives are spent in Kombini. You gotta I'd have kill to kill Lawson's. Uh, I would you. marry 7-Eleven. Oh, shit. Sure. I would definitely. I would have to kill All Lawson's. Right. I can't. What's keeping me there? They have this frozen drink that's really good, but that's about it. Yeah, I'm, I don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't fuck with I don't need it. I don't need it. Fake news. <laughs> but they do carry Muji products. But so natural Lawson's, though. I don't like. understand why I'm there. What? What are we doing in natural? You mean like that's like discount Trader because Joe's? It's like it's <laughs> discount Trader Joe's. The cheap, great, the cheap great value Trader Joe's. Losses 100? Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, that's... I would, I don't I would think trade. We, we were saying that we don't include all of their side projects. You just got to mess with regular Losses. It's not fair. Regular it's blue. Fair. Baby blue Losses. Powder yeah. blue. Why are you always hating? Why, why are you always trying to get a leg up? Get an advantage. That's Sorry. a privilege. I'm on late side now. That's a very Oh, yeah, good because question. we won't let you have daily Yamazaki in the <laughs> exactly. mix? Exactly. Sono Tori Des. This is going to be the thing that breaks up the podcast. We're all just going to be enemies just gonna, one day. I'm going to walk in one day with like a blue and white striped shirt, and I'm going to be like, what's up, cuz? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the end. <laughs> you have got to get your hands on one of those I'm shirts. A, I'm going to talk to daily Yamazaki, and we're going to do like, some kind of... I got to get him that porno Steve was telling me about. Oh, right? yeah. We'll get that next time. Me and Daddy Yamazaki, we're going to do some kind of ramen juice segment up in there. Is that the name of the porno? (laughs) It all sounds marketable to me. Thank you. Yo, she's so... She's really good. She's more optimistic than I am. Shit. She's just... There'll be some tentacles These are all good ideas. She at least wants tentacles again. I think there'll be some tentacles there. I'm quite interested. I just will have some tentacles for you. Daisha, did you did you finish the... The Mary Fuck yes. Kill? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did. All right. Um, classic devil and angel on your shoulder situation. Except they're rappers. Who is who? Oh, my gosh. I don't even... 
Y'all gonna give me a minute. Wait a minute. Andre three thousand. Steez, have you have you ever have you ever answered this, Steez? Okay, well, no, but that's it. Andre three thousand is my angel, and Big Boy is my devil. Wow. Interesting. I like how he went with like a related, like a related team. That's what I did. I had red and meth. Oh yeah. Are we going with teams? That's cute. Oh, can I change my answer then? Nah, because I had like <laughs> I had like Kanye and uh, like Crunchy Black or somebody before, somebody from the South. But I think I'm going to switch it to Kanye's the angel and Kim Kardashian is the devil. Nice. Straight up. Straight up. Straight up. That's perfect. I'm kind of jealous of that, actually. I don't really have a pair. Not to give you any pressure, Daisha. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of Just pressure. Just think about Shalisa and then next time you come on the pod, you drop it. Snoop Dogg, oh, Angel. Man. Okay, Nate Dogg, Angel. Snoop Dogg, Devil. I'm going to go with... Missy Elliott is the Angel and Juicy mm. J is my Devil. Hey, hell yeah. <laughs> Either way, it's... Yeah. <laughs> Either. Kill to get mess. <laughs> Shut the fuck mess. up! <laughs> I got a question. Oh, bust it. Uh, so, Tupac or Biggie? Neither. Oh shit. Neither. I'm not here for that. I'm not here for that conversation. I'm so over it. Okay, so, so uh, what's a hip hop artist that passed away that you rock with? Oh, I'm not saying I didn't rock with them. Love them. Rest in peace. Just choose maybe, one. But not them. Well, um, this is not the final. Prodigy. Question. Prodigy. Prodigy just passed away, right? Yes. Uh, so this yes. question does I was not so work. sad and I wanted to be in Japan when that happened because okay. I knew the dedications were Never mind. Be great. Okay, so so <laughs> if Tupac sat next to you on the train and asked you Ask her old dirty bastard because she's a woo head. If ODB sat next to you on the train and asked you to play the best hip hop album since he died from then till now, what would you play? ODB. Oh man, that is. What year did ODB die? Two thousand and four, three, something Around like that. Now. Yeah. I would probably play him. I'll say the best, but I'll play him what I like and I can get through over and over. I would say Kendrick Lamar. Um, was it Good Kid, Mad City? The first one or the second one? Technically? Section eighty. Um, Here you go, Section 80, Good Kid, To Pimp a Butterfly. Section 80 damn. was really good, by the way. Yeah, I would, play that, I would play that for him. Section 80? Right now, nothing else is coming to my mind. Yeah, I'll play Section 80. Section 80. That's dope. Interesting. Yeah. I like that. Mm. Since he died, 2004. Yeah, November yeah. 2004. That's it. I, went, I can't think of anything else right now. What would you play him, Steez? I'd Wait. play him that Danny Brown. Steez, who would you pick, Biggie or Tupac? Tupac. And you probably played Pimp a Butterfly. No, nah, I wouldn't play that. Uh, Beautiful Thugger Girls. <laughs> Just one end of the spectrum Man, to the know. other one. Nah, I don't know what I'd play, actually. I don't, I don't know. Don't ask me this question. Kanye East. Oh, maybe I'll play a Kanye joint. That's a good idea. Was he here um, for that album? For, um... What was it college Ma- dropout? Maybe I'll play Beautiful Dark Tupac? Fantasy. Tupac? No, no, no. No. Oh, you mean no, no, he was oh, here. Old Dirty. He passed away. Old Dirty? Oh, Dirty was here for a Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Then I can't. So, yeah, I'll either. play 
I mean, it's not the best, but I think Tupac. Wait, was he here for that album? When did College Dropout come out? 2004? Yes, early 2004. Maybe not. Maybe. No, he died in November of 2004. He was here for that Kanye album. Rest Don't in peace, ODB. Cake, cake fact check that for us and get back to us on the SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> Cake's going to hear this. He'll get it. Megalade. Steezy. Episode 30. Daisha Hunter. This is Daisha Daewoo Hunter, your Tokyo ambassador in Black Connect. You are listening to Mega Late Show. Wu-Tang Fan. And when the MCs came... Yo, I wish they had the intro on it, though. Yo, 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 what up? This is Spicy Steez back at it again. Episode 3-0. We are up in this with Daisha Hunter. Yo, yo, yo. For show. Let's do this. That's right. We're about Good to go timing, the weather report. Weather report. Yeah. yeah. Stormy, windy, cloudy, foggy. Yo, don't we have a drop for that? Yeah, we do, but this 404 is just sitting here chilling, <laughs> not being used. Don't worry, I'm about to get on it. Next week, I'm going to go ahead and uh, get on it. I'll do a little bit more 404 dropping, etc. Yeah. All right, so who yeah. wants to go first? All right, we've, we've got an exclusive here, and we're going to go ahead and let Shalise drop it. Are we going to do that, Shalise? Yeah, you want to yeah. do it? Yeah, yeah. Here, use, do this, it, use, it. use this mic. Let's, this is a, let's use a good one. Yeah, thank you. Oh, shit. There's nothing in there. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, so this song is like, it's called Dinosaurs Can Love Too. And uh, it was inspired by, uh, I was looking at the moon one night in front of Family Mart smoking a cigarette. Nice. <laughs> I like I when thinking, stories start like this. Right? And then I was thinking about some dude. And I was like, the moon. And then I was like, dinosaurs. I don't know how those two things Same difference. <laughs> Same thing. I like this track a lot, actually. Yeah. It's like when I was making the song, there was like this Godzilla noise happening. And I was like trying to figure out how to to like uh, incorporate that somehow into like the lyrics. And I was like, oh wait, dinosaurs can love too. So that's why I'm like, yeah. It was a really silly thing, but I thought it was hilarious. Have you seen Chili's perform yet, Daisha? No, because I ju- this just started and I got here yeah, late. I just started, yeah. That's why I'm so excited. I have to come back. <laughs> I was here I- for her videography days. <laughs> Now she's singing, and I'm so really? excited. Really? Am I the only one? Twice. Maybe yeah, three I've, times. Wow. Four yeah, times. I don't go out these days, yeah. man. Exclusive. Yo, my girl is a huge fan. Yeah. <laughs> like a yeah, real ass fan. Yeah, she really is. I'm like, I have a fan. It makes me so excited. I'm sure you have a few. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm, what? No, not that many. It's like 20. You know, low-key fans as well. Tell anyway. me when to go. Okay, you can go at any time. Tell me if it needs to be turned up or anything, too. Up, 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 up. Up, 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 up. Okay. I saw you last night. Yeah, I saw you last night. I found you last night under the bright blue moon. We kissed last night. We touched last night. Made love last night under the bright blue moon. Give me all your 
your time say that you'll be mine in this jungle here say that you'll be near give me peace of mind give me peace of mind cause we're just dinosaurs yeah we're just dinosaurs and dinosaurs can love too 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 uh can love too 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 oh yeah what a savage night you're a savage right in this jungle here say that you'll be near what a savage night you're a savage right and i said me too Cause we're just dinosaurs And dinosaurs can love too, 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 uh Can love too, 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 oh, yeah Oh, I can hear the Godzilla in the background. Yeah. What a savage night. You're a savage right in this jungle here. Say that you'll be near. What a savage night. You're a savage right. And just said me too. Cause we're just dinosaurs. And dinosaurs can love too. Cause we're just dinosaurs And dinosaurs can love too, 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 uh Can love too, 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 uh I've never heard it that intimately before. That was no? dope. No, yeah, that was man. so good. Yeah, that was real I'm so cool. mad that your so phone excited. froze, bro. I'm so excited. My phone is trash, man. It's you trash. Your album's coming next. You got a You're working on it next though, right? week, okay, or it's cool, coming next cool, week. Cool, cool. What? Your album. No, the Garbage. album. The album is not coming till. Well, we haven't decided on a definitive date, but it's definitely going to be the end of April, beginning of May, somewhere around. Somewhere around. Who did this production? Oh my gosh, are you serious? Oh my <laughs> Black excellence. I did the production. Yo, my rudimentary ass room. Baby. Like- <laughs> I'm so proud. Oh my gosh. This is so All fun. the things. That shit is super fun. Oh, I'm so proud. I can't wait to hear the rest. I'm oh so excited. Do you have a music video? I'm work- no, I got an idea for a music video though, because I'm thinking I want it to be really silly. Because, like, you know those dinosaur costumes? The, 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 or the ones as she be across and the big ones. Yeah. Yo, can I be a dinosaur in your yes, video? Yes, I want people to be dinosaurs. And then Yo Yogi Park, and it's like they come out, and the dinosaurs like eating chips, and sees the other dinosaur, and he's like, oh, my love. <laughs> he goes after. I don't even need a credit. I want that to be like a like a pop up video. Yeah. Uh, Mega Show actually participated in this first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely. Pop up video. 
Yo, we need that drop. <laughs> we need that drop. <laughs> Yo, Shalice, honestly, that's amazing. Thank you. Really, I'm so excited. That, oh my gosh, producer, writer, singer, video director, all this stuff. All the things. Dinosaur. All the things. Goon. A goon. Yeah. Yes. yes. You, you, you actually are pretty goonish, actually. I'm proud of you. Yeah, that was wonderful. I really enjoyed it as well. I didn't have a mic. That's why I wasn't talking when everybody was getting festive and everything. But I really enjoyed it the whole time. You know, she's got my mic now. Hold on. Let me switch back. This one is my I don't even want to hear my song now because that was such a great vibe. Like, that felt that felt really good. I actually have, uh, continuing the tradition of black excellence and female singer-songwriter instrumentalist and everything like that, my choice is actually very similar. And it has to do with a show that is coming up uh, this this month. Hold on just a second. Let me go ahead and start to play it really quick. Uh, my song is from Sudan Archives. Are any of you familiar with her? She is a singer, songwriter, and also a violinist and vocalist who is with Stone's Throw, um, the music label, Stone's Throw. And uh, she's going to be out here performing on the 28th at SoundCloud. Uh, I mean SoundCloud at Sound Museum Vision performing. Yes, violinist. And she's um, she's super dope. What she does is that she kind of makes this kind of folky electronic um, world music that's highly influenced by um, you know the Sudanese people uh, in Sudan. And you know of course she's she's uh, maybe her family's heritage comes from Sudan, but she's just really dope. And my track is um, her doing a rendition of. I'll, I'll let you guys hear it. Let me let me go ahead and just just play it, and then you guys can go ahead and tell me what you think about Sudan Archives. But the music is really really dope, and you have to watch her live. You have to watch her live videos because she she's looping everything on a loop pedal mm. and and doing everything herself as as well as the violin. Stuff. I really want one of those loop pedal things like so bad. Oh, I'm sure you could get some from somebody out here. Should be coming through now. Hold on. Who, uh. Oh, shit. How old is she? I don't know. No idea. But she's she's got great hair, like Shalice. This sounds like the beginning of that new Drake song. Drake probably stole the vibe from the Sudanese people. He does that a lot. Jesus. <laughs> oh, I know this. What is this? I don't want your monkey mouth motherfucker sitting in my throat. This is a. Uh, it's not humble, is it? What is it? King Kota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta watch the live, the the video of her actually performing it. It's phenomenal. I mean, she's looping everything, singing right there with the violin in her hands, and then she'll get on the violin in a minute. But she does a lot of tracks with this kind of similar vibe and aesthetic. Like I said, it's like a folky, electronic world music, really influenced by like Sudanese fiddle music. But I dig it because it's like almost right on vibe with what Shalice just offered to us. A really soulful, electronic, dope shit from just a black excellence.
Oh, but what the reason that I wanted to play this for y'all is because she's going to be out here on the 28th with the Stone's Throw Anniversary Show, and it's only going to be like 30 bucks, and I bet you her show's going to be fire. It's a show that I really want to go to, and it's going down. When is that? 28th. This month. A violin. Yeah. And she kills, too. And she's really dope. You know, Stone's Throw just has a phenomenal stable of artists. Let me turn that down some, excuse me. It's giving me that Khalees vibe. A little bit. That the beginning of that one real sad song she did where she took herself apart in a video. What song was that? Off a of kaleidoscope? Oh, I'm not sure. I'm not so a big Khalees person. Like no, just be, be with you or something like that. Yes. I yes. yes, 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 yes. Yeah, That's watch it. her videos. I think I think um, she's a you know she's a really interesting artist. Her her videos are beautifully shot. Sometimes she's in in you know someplace in Africa. I'm not sure, but the, just beautiful videos. A really interesting singer songwriter. You know how many albums she has out? She doesn't have albums out. I think she has an EP out. She doesn't have a full length yet. But she's with Stone's Throw. We all know Stone's Throw just has like the the spectrum of music that they offer is just everywhere from. Shout out to Dame Funk. I saw that you work with Dame Funk too. Yeah, you know. So word. I wanted to say during uh, Shalisa's performance, like, do you listen to Jesse Ware? A lot of the music I listen to, I listen to everything, like everything. So um, I'm really into using different drums and like like making sure that it's um, really fresh. Like I kind of like like this is why I like this this girl so much. Sudan Archives when you just played her because I love like the really complex drum beats and I'm trying to find that 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 um, really strong complex drum beat for future songs. Right now, this album doesn't have as much, but um, I'm definitely looking for it and um, wish I could play an instrument. But <laughs> used to play the drums, so that's why I'm so into it, because I used to play the drums. But I, you know. No, I was just like, Jessie Ware is very R&B. Uh, she's British, but the first track I heard from her was like very ethereal like with the strings and the chords like uh the, the song you just sang but then it has like a, a big the original had a big pun sample on it where he's like uh uh dead in the middle of little italy little not that one hope. but it might as well have been it was like uh shoot a missile off your forehead or some shit like that like I love your over favorite and over line, and over nigga. again you <laughs> love that you love that line like oh yeah i mean that's that like the, the quintessential big pun line like the r&b's the new wave R&B singers are so intermingled with hip hop now, like, you know, SZA and everybody else having, you know, s- samples on their songs isn't anything new. I just think it's dope as fuck. So with the Godzilla sample and the chords and the way you sing, it's just like dope. I don't know how else to say it. Thank it was you. It was super phenomenal. And I would have been much more vocal about that if I had a mic when it was going down, but I really enjoyed it too. Yeah, we got to take the mic away from Mega Moron. I just want to, I just want to, um, I just want to <laughs> make she, sure. See, now it, we know that Mega has a good mic because he gave her 
that his well, mic to sing. Look at no, her. I, She's yeah, so yeah, beautiful. This, well, like I said, these were the these are the those are the bootleg look ones. Look at her. That's a bootleg one. Look at this. We're on the Sudan Archives Instagram. Like I really want to see her live. She's, look at she's this super dope. She's and beautiful. Her hair, her hair is just her hair is phenomenal. Wow. Beautiful, beautiful afro. Just beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, she is she is phenomenal. She's great. So if you guys can, April twenty eighth. So check that out. Yeah. Alright, who's next? I think we got Daisha. Daisha's. Oh, yeah. oh, off of my Daewoo's 36 playlist, which is on Spotify, celebrating my 36 chamber year. By the time this airs, you have already come to the party. Yeah. I hope you will be wearing your finest we wear. I've actually got, uh, I think it's 20 years old. I've got a 20-year-old we wear shirt. In, in in the closet over there. I have pictures of me wearing it in high school and I still have that same shirt. So maybe maybe I should wear that. It got a hole in the armpit and everything and it's Bring it. way too big because you know that's how I was dressing back then. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I should do that. Are you gonna sew that or just nah, keep man, it? I don't want to touch it. Uh-uh. Yeah, I air you gotta have air yeah. conditioning up under there. Put your ass in the moonshine, nigga. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. Yes. So this is Cash Rules, Scary Hours, Still Don't Nothing Move. Yo, Raekwon is so brolic off this, but Ghost steals the show. Ghost at the end. Just. I always say if I ever meet Rizza. I need to know where the end of this track is because he's flowing and he they stop. fade the track out. Where's the rest of the song? Yeah, like yeah. this—that's the only thing I want to hear because he is going in so hard. And I'm yeah. just like, but where's the rest of the song? Why did they do that to us? I don't know. No, it's actually—it's kind of brilliant because it, it makes you be like, it, it makes you feel like, wow, Ghost could have kept on going forever with this, and he killed and the whole he thing. Probably and probably did. And like, where is this at? So it made you want to go back and listen to it. And for the people that don't know, this is on disc two of Wu Tang Forever. I want to say maybe song number seven. I, I don't remember. Five. Maybe five. Yeah, but it is off of Wu Tang Forever. I played this album like crazy, and 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 y'all could ask my sister every year for Christmas when she asks what I want, just give me the Wu Tang double disc CD. Well, let me tell you, every I was in I Okinawa that. in Forever. high school. The same um, album. Yeah, I think I was in. Was I in high school? Yeah, you okay, were in, high in Okinawa, Japan. You, you were when in this ninth came grade. out, and you I went to the grade. I went to the PX to get it. And I wanted it so bad, but we couldn't buy um, parental advisory albums at the time. You had to have an adult buy it. So I begged my dad. I was like, I have to get this Wu-Tang we'll double CD. It was crazy. That same year, Tupac died. Two days after I landed in Okinawa, Biggie died <laughs> later that year. So that was March 97. So it was, it was a lot going on that year. But this this was amazing. Yo. My three flaves, like Ray and Ghost and Method on a track, it's always just... What's that, Wu Massacre? Is that who they are? Yeah. Yo, I, I got to this album a little late, but just like... 
like a whole year of university just bumping the shit out of this album. I used to get into arguments with, because uh, I was on the West Coast, right? I was on the West Coast, but I was oh, very yeah, much was into, huge I, was, I, was, I was arguing with cats who were telling me that the West Side Connection album was way doper than these cats. And I was just like, you guys don't even know what you're talking about. You guys don't even know what you're talking about. It's a whole different ballpark. Who are those cats? What are I'm talking about hip-hop names? music. I'm not here talking go, about this here pop go, shit right here. Here go my fade out. Big bolo stacking this shit, finance the Volvo. He copies shit from the small. He's so vivid in his storytelling. Like, it's just, it's a skill. I can't, uh, I love it so much. Like, I wish I would be able to do that. um, The verse from Impossible, his verse from Impossible, yo, that made grown men cry. That made grown men cry. Every time you hear it, it's one of the best. Ghost's storytelling is undervalued because he's so. Like his slang is very strange, you know what I mean. He uses, he puts together weird non sequitur lines that you Love don't it. catch immediately. Love you know? it. So yeah, man. Are you familiar with this album, Steez? Wu Tang Forever. Yeah, it came in very late. In this, yeah, this is a great, this yeah, is a great joint. It's, awesome. it's a great joint. Yeah, underrated get, album actually. You think so? No, I don't think. It's I think underrated. it's a little bit. I think there's a few tracks that they could have cut out of it, but it's I pretty think solid. People are like. You know, 36 Chambers, obviously classic. And then Wu-Tang Forever, it gets the, like, you know, the two-disc kind of disc. That yeah, all. that's true. But, I actually prefer Forever over but, 36. But when I'm thinking of, like, this track, fucking Projects, uh, uh, Bells It's of Yours, yeah, Bells of War. I mean, not even um, singles. Staff. Not even Hell's singles. Staff. Yeah. That's just, like... Classic. There, there's classic only like two. Yeah. I mean, even dog shit. The old dirty bastard. I joint. love dog shit so much. That's yeah. one of my favorite ones. Dirty um, is just the only ugh. trash track on it is really black shampoo. Stop it! With, <laughs> that's the only track I like. By you got is black shampoo. What? You don't like his <laughs> because he said coconut conditioning. Jesus? He said coconut conditioning. So I like black shampoo. <laughs> that's the only reason why that stuck with me. Would you choose Wu Tang Forever or Thirty Six Chambers? I'm not doing that. I do not. <laughs> I love how she just Refrains. I don't do pick the favorites. That's how I do it. Like, I'm not going to criticize not black folks on social media. And you have to understand, this when this came out, it was also the No Limit era. So when I moved back from Okinawa, it was this huge divide between say, East Coast, uh, West Coast. It was like Wu-Tang Heads versus this make them say, um, brain dead stuff. Like, they were the ones who ushered in the sound that we all North was like this is awful this is terrible that was the age people loved it though that was that was a split that was a split between the telecommunications act changed everything in music that was a split people don't believe me I mean people up north loved No Limit 2 but literally that was the split was that year yeah Yeah, when people were trying to tell me make them say oh was the joint I was like like, y'all didn't hear that new Bobby Digital did you you didn't hear that Bobby Digital did you and they're all like this is going over my head nobody wants to hear this futuristic understandable though understandable I mean yeah so let's go ahead and get into the uh, to the conversation segment of the podcast this is where we're going to ask you Daisha uh, some questions about yourself and find out a little bit what would you do now excuse me I'm drinking a lot of alcohol tonight at birth. but um, so I was looking at uh, some of the information and things that you've done in the past and it was overwhelming I have to say that 
on there, you're DJing, you're producing television shows, you're doing brand management, marketing strategies, you're producing television shows, music videos for just uh, the, the list of names that I saw that you had worked with was absolutely astonishing. Like well, it you depends. There, Funk, it's, it's different, Kojo, different ways Raekwon. Yeah, that we worked. It just right. depends on the project. Can you tell yeah. can you tell us like a little bit about your like your journey to come where you are now? Where you started, like exactly what what did you do? You want me to turn this down a little Bring bit? Down, yes. Yeah, let's turn it down. Um well first off, I think it's really important to say like where we're from in the States. Like being from Harrisburg, we had no hip hop R and B stations at all. So we were just far enough from Philly and just far enough from Baltimore. We had nothing. Like they never gave us anything. So our whole culture was we have to buy every album. We have to get every music video. Like we're we're looking at everything in holes. So that made us want to grasp to radio and everything more. So to me, I was a radio head at a very young age. Like I just thought, oh I'm gonna grow up and work on WPGC. Like that was my dream. Like I'm gonna work in radio never thought about DJing didn't that that just wasn't there just the whole speaking side of it so I went to school for broadcast journalism I studied abroad at Temple Japan went to school at Temple but I came to Temple Japan for one semester and um, I learned about Def Jam Japan sphere of influence was big at the time um, I was learning about zebra like all that kind of stuff and I was just looking at it like oh yeah everybody says Asia loves Japan this is cool but I want to move back and really work in the culture because all I see are Japanese faces in the culture, which is cool, but what I'm watching is them pretty much just appropriating and reflecting what they see. Yes. And that wasn't good enough. I'm like, but where's the Japanese culture and Japanese hip-hop? Because hip-hop is to be absorbed and, like, you give us your side of it. Absolutely. But that wasn't happening at the time. Right. It was just, like, you know, baggy shirts, bats, Emulating bandanas, like, what... And what I'm they like, perceive the culture to yeah, be. Yeah, I was like, that's kind of ridiculous, so... <laughs> My whole thing was like, I really want to come back and work, and it didn't know how or Trash. what I was actually going to do. So I came back over. Um, I was living three hours north in Tochigi, like we said. What from year was this? 06 to 08. And I started producing, um, one, a podcast. I was like very early generation podcast. We had Podomatic and I think Blog Talk Radio. And that's when I connected to a lot of um, different podcasters. One's in the state, Hip Hop Digest. They're still producing um, hip hop podcast shout out to them dex digi i don't know if you're familiar with dexter he's now a vice land correspondent but he actually studied in um i would say majored in japanese hip-hop he went to school out here at uh, waseda and so we just happened to connect through you know people listening to my japanese podcast then i started doing videos and before youtube this is all before youtube all before that kind of social media and i would go to tokyo on the weekend to try to club and meet people and just see what was going on in the scene, have fun. And I ended up at B-Boy Park. It was the 10th year anniversary. Nike had sponsored it. It was huge, amazing. And I remember um, walking up to this table, and it was like Zulu Nation Japan. And oh my gosh, y'all gonna kill me. <laughs> I forget it. Oh my God, I forget his name. But oh my gosh, I'm really gonna forget his name. It'll come to me later. But talking to him, and he was like, you know, come over to the table, take some of the free stuff. Like, this is my introduction kind of to like, oh, okay, cool. Let me get some names. Shout out to King Tone. He was really big out here DJing and heavy in Zulu Nation, Japan. So every year I made it a point to go to B-Boy Park, document it, see what was going on. So that was really my start, which is doing my own, what would have been considered YouTube videos, but before YouTube. And just posting my life, um, living out here and slowly developing. But I moved into Tokyo 08. 
um, my homeboy back in Pennsylvania, DJ Herc, he was like, oh, you know, you should DJ. He knows how much I love club music at the time. So he was like, when you come home next time, just get Serato, get the laptop, get all this stuff. I'll make sure that you have all the music that you need and just, you know, go do it. So when I came back, I started at Dr. Sketchy's Art Event. I don't know if that's still happening in Tokyo. I've it's like heard a burlesque. Of that. Yeah, it's really, really fun. Yo, they I didn't see that like, in a while, actually, though. I don't know if it's still happening Wait, in you Tokyo, know what? but. I've seen that in Atlanta, actually, not Atlanta. in Tokyo. Atlanta. Yeah, it's global. Yeah, it's, okay. it's like a franchise. People do it around the world. When so. you said that, my my spider sense started tingling. I was like, I've heard of that. <laughs> it's really, really fun. But even then, like, I didn't know how to DJ. I was just playing music for the event because it's really based on the vibe and how the models posing and all this stuff so i would go there just to practice and then my homegirl monique which you all might know jamaican monique um she sings love monique music i think is her um, instagram she started doing an event she wanted to do something for females and her first event launch was called the pink party she's like yo i need a female dj can you dj for me at this event. I'm like, I ain't even opened my Serato box yet. Like, I don't know how to hook this stuff up. This is crazy. So I just came out and right that in. was my first time. Just jump right in. Because especially in Japan, people, everybody can be a DJ. One, yeah. because um, I think your music selection is really important. But because there's very skillful DJs and these are like the top of the top. I don't feel pressure to be in a Red Bull. Like, I'm not going to be in the three-style championship. Right. Like, that's not why I'm here. I just love the music I love. I don't hear it when I go to the club, also, so I'm going to play so it. Also, there's so many opportunities for DJs out here. Like, mm -hmm. literally, Tokyo is so massive and expansive, and there's just venues and venues where people can go and play Closet size. They're yeah, going to have a absolutely. setup. They're going to have turntables. No, like, no shots to anybody, but I, like, bought my controller and then, like, Within weeks, I was like gigging almost every yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. Late, late's been doing a lot of shows. You know, like playing. Yes, I'm saying anybody. And, and wants see, to the thing is, like, late has, late has a great ear for music, and so mm -hmm. you know that's that's what they're booking him for. They're not booking him because he's some type of right, like, skill like tableist and... scratching and everything <laughs> like that. It's just because he has good taste in music, and yeah. So the opportunity. I like that little baby scratch. <laughs> yeah, all right. Facts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was dope. Facts. So but yeah, I mean Facts. so you got in Facts. you got into DJing. I'm I'm curious like when did you start making the jump into like working with bigger artists? Because it seems like on your list of artists you it worked with depends, so many like, people. As something was happening, there needed to be there needed to be like of something filled like either the production needs to be filled someone's coming to japan and they don't know how to put this together or set this up or i need this event there was this huge hole and no one knew you know i need a videographer i need a photographer graphic designer how do i get that how do i get people to come out to this event even japanese clubs would say like oh i want to put this together but how do i do this how do i get these people here so i was the person like in the middle actually making it happen like the liaison i'm the production coordinator i'm the i'm promoting it after it's done i'm putting a strategy together like all that kind of stuff so but it was a lot of opportunity thrown at you Pretty or much. you saw the hat and you just picked it up and put it on um it was both it was both because at the time a lot as you can see now most foreigners all have something that they're doing like everyone has their particular genre but i noticed a lot of people are artists so dealing with artists is like you're either a rapper, singer, producer. That's a certain mentality. You're not worried about everybody else having, you know, a place to come in or maybe a place to perform. I'm more admin. Like, I love having a, a, a stage for other people to be put on or being able to see them. So that's what I started doing, producing events. Um, people that wanted to bring their branded events to Tokyo, 
I would make sure that that would happen. And I would be the one that they would work with. Like, okay, let's do this music night and this I'm kind gonna of stage. I'm going to have to cut this out <laughs> of the podcast. I'm trying to get like you. What? That's what I want to do. Yo, I, I want to see more jams out here. I want to see people getting together. I'm trying to I'm trying to bring the culture together because I come up in an era of hip hop where it's like the B boys, the MCs, everybody was together. The DJs, the turntables. Here, I feel like it's so separate, and there's a disparity between people coming together in a lot of events. And that's but yeah. I'd like to see it happen more. If you're not a person that's trying to be the star and you're not trying to be a DJ, like trying to be a celebrity DJ or trying to be a rapper, then you're the best person to do it because you have nothing to gain from that kind of access. Mm. So that's how I feel like why people did work with me. Also, Japan opened up. It's like a lot of people say, well, you're a female. How is it working with Japan and the way they act and you're a foreigner? They, you know, they love me. They they really, really welcome me. So, I mean, that was a blessing. I guess that's just like a personality or thing. I can't say that you'll get that kind sure. of reception, but right, right. I mean, you will. If you're just genuine and that's what you want to do, I feel like you will. So tell me a little bit more about this branding stuff. You went to school for this or? I, my background what, at what Temple your, was your, your broadcast communication background? and okay. mass media, which that major doesn't even exist anymore at Temple. But it's, it's basically video production. My whole thing was video audio production. So I love like looking at the waves, chopping stuff up, doing that. That's what I actually did in school was the production side. So when I came over, I was able to produce my own stuff doing videos. And that's why when I met my beautiful Shalise, she was in Japan. I'm like, yes, videographer, take it away, ladies, because I wasn't doing it. You know, yeah. I was I, was I really other roles. That as well. I loved it. Like, we had so much fun together. I remember it was uh what was it? It was a Hercules event. The D, uh, oh yes, we came with Scott Popular. Yeah. Did um shout out to Scott, Scott Popular. Popular. That's the thing. It's like all these circles, all the guests that I'm seeing on your show. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did this and we did that. Scott Popular did the video thing, and then Hercules sponsored it. So there was all this equipment that came over. They said video gamers are such nerds. Like in his circle, he usually brings in strippers for them. But this was the first event where he's like, I want y'all to, you know, you can play music, have DJs and producers in the background, but I don't know how that's gonna end with them in like the video game world so that was really cool that was a really fun event I he didn't bring no strippers up here He's, well, he just ate all the damn candy cool that. <laughs> he ate all my and damn I candy Scott. shout out to Scott yeah. too shout out to Scott Popular Shucks one you need to get with Shucks too because he before I was here it's like all these people were actually doing things Shucks always had a, um, a culture Night, I forget what his was what his was called um, at the Pink Cow when he used to be in Shibuya, but he just opened a culture cafe. It's like there's so many people that Wait, are the still Pink here. The Pink Cow was in Shibuya. The Pink Cow has moved three, four times. It was somewhere else before I was here in O2 for study abroad. So. I heard of Shucks wow. one. Yeah, he's on the other side of Tokyo now. I, I'm not sure if he's actually in Chiba, but. He just opened a culture cafe. Someone told me to get him Actually, on the podcast. Actually, I just get heard him, about the Get him cafe. on the podcast. Because I think he's from West are, Coast, are you too. My homie, uh, Polly, Polly Rhymes, sent me the the, uh, the invitation to go to their opening, which just happened on the 31st Saturday. of March. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to check it out, but I think I was busy being an idiot or something like that. And I had but just I, I got here in the evening. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I wanted to check yeah. it out. Yo, uh, Shalise, she has to go. I think she has to go. It is getting a little late. Yo, Shalise, thank you again for rocking with us. Absolutely. I had so much fun. We, we're going to get you back up here for an episode of your own because you keep on coming in and every time we have something else going on. I want I to hear it. her episode. Like up, yeah, I need to, we, yes. we need to learn. Like the pink, pink, Hold on. Conspiracy, Shalise, you got any <laughs> any hot takes? Conspiracy, Shalise? Conspiracy? Do I have any? I don't know. Give me, I have to think about it. <laughs> when you come back, we'll get you on. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yo, Shalice was so good today. Usually I have to tell her several times, don't speak unless you speak into the mic, Shalice. Today she was live on the mic the whole time. Thank you, Shalice. I listened. We're gonna be I cannot you wait for your episode. Yeah, oh we'll my get you goodness. on more often, Shalice. So so number 13. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. The mighty Shalice. Aphrodite in the building. Farewell. Aphrodite 88. I'll see you tomorrow. It tomorrow is, it is getting late. I so, wanted to say it's funny how similar Daisha's story is a little bit to Patrick's story. Like, they were just out here. Who's Patrick? St. Michelle. He's a writer. We're um, not talking about that Patrick, are we? No, we're talking about I don't know Patrick, who you're talking about. The one that I met you with out front of Harlem that day? I hope not that one. Oh, his name is Carson. Oh, no, yeah. Not oh, that his That's right. He made up a fake last name was Patrick on Facebook. So no, I re- Both of those are negative associations. No. Patrick Patrick St. Michelle is a, a writer, a blogger, and he also runs a website called Make Believe Melodies. Oh, he was just on the he, last episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He's, um, he's, he's a great guy from from Canada, the United States. From the United States, Los California, Angeles. Los Angeles. And, and America's uh, he, he writes about uh, J-pop and things of that nature, but he basically just came out here. Started and blogging. His interests turned into a career path. Yeah. Uh, really great guy. So, right And on. if you were just out here, you know, the, what do they call it? The logging? The blogging? Logging. Blogging. Blogging. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. The logging. Yeah. Do you do B-logging too? <laughs> right. W-writing. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I'm being an idiot. But uh, Deja, I wanted to. Uh, late, did I cut you off? I didn't no, no, cut you off, right? Deja, I want to know, like, what are you doing now? Then, well, first, tell us some of the dope things that you've done. Who have you worked with? Did you work with Raekwon, Dame Funk, DJ well, Jazzy Jeff? No, all the, of these people. DJ I produced, Jazzy Jeff. I produced oh, a video portion. I didn't work with Raekwon. Never came here. He, we okay. were putting together Wait, like a video. Sorry, I might have missed it. When did you move to Japan? Oh six. I studied abroad, followed to came back. 06. But I was in Tochigi for two years. Came to Tokyo 08. And then I left. I snuck out the country (laughs) in... Why did you sneak out? Summer January 15th. Because I really wasn't in a state of saying goodbye. Like, I would have to have had a whole press conference to say bye to everybody. And I didn't feel like it was goodbye. It was just more like a so long. So I really, really just snuck out. You bounced on your people's. Yeah, everybody, like almost everybody here. People still didn't know for like a year or two later that I actually moved. They just thought, is she visiting America? Is she in Japan? Straight sneaker pimping. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know. See, I've thought about doing that. I don't know if I have the heart for it, though. I'd had to. That's how I saved my heart was you by just, sneaking You got to do it. Because I, mean, I would have been in shambles saying bye. I'll go ahead and expose my grand plan. Like, my grand plan, when I finally leave, I'm going to throw a birthday party. That's really sayonara. Yeah, and I'm going to just bounce. <laughs> Yeah. That's so, why you want the May shit to go down? No, nah, no, nah, that's another. Like, if you see my birthday party outside of May, a nigga's leaving pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, it's October. I'm having a birthday party. <laughs> but, wait, didn't we just have your birthday? No, no, it's my sixth month. Yeah, exactly. My point five. I'm a thousand oh. days old now. Are y'all familiar with Abe-san? He owns the, the Fuck PC Real DJ Juice Vinyl Billboard, that store in um, Shibuya. It's called Disney. Oh, Jam. I know where he that's at. He sells the red needles. He's also a reason why I met a lot of these people. Um, he had introduced me to Jazzy Jeff. He grabbed me up and was like, hey, do you want to meet Jazzy Jeff? Bless but he was kind of using me as a translator, even though he speaks broken English that you can understand. I'm yeah. like, they don't understand you. Sure, sure. He's so sweet. He grabbed me for him. Um, George Clinton. Just wow. like all kinds of legends that, that come out here. Or just a you general. George Clinton? Yes. Amazing, wow. amazing, amazing. That was just like That's for my legendary. for my dad and his generation. Like, 
I was like, so here, crazy. let me get this autograph for them because this is awesome. But everybody that comes here, they just see you. It's like, oh, it's a black person in the crowd. Eye contact, immediate clicking. Absolutely. Immediate. Yo, that's a good segue for what I wanted to ask you. <laughs> we need some embarrassing stories about the people who are, like, killing it right now. Because, <laughs> like, cause like, right now we're, like... Get like, her to give us I'm all like that six years in the game. Mega's like six, seven years in the game. Steez is like six years in the game. Damn. Like we're like it's coming up and 20. like we've got like big sisters, big brothers, right? I want to know when they was the little sister, little brother. I want to know when uh, Sarasa was out here fucking around. No, ever since I met Sarasa, <laughs> when she pulled that Japanese humble on me, talking about, oh yeah, I just DJ for a hobby. And I was like, okay, cool. I want to come see you one day. And I come see you then. I'm like. Was it, was it at the DMC? I was like, girl, what are you DMC? talking about? Like, yeah. you are not. This is not uh, a so hobby. Is so dope. Yeah. That, mm-mm. There, whenever, when I met her, there was no little. I always looked at her like, why is Japan fronting on her right now? Like, this is a national treasure. I need y'all to get over the fact. Maybe that she's a female. Like, I don't, I don't know what it was, but I looked at her higher than Japan did. Cause there, there's just certain people here that are like Kensuke. Like Kensuke's an amazing Yo, DJ. So um, DJ so Yuki Jirushi. I don't know if you're familiar with him. Um, Master Key. Like those are hip, like Man, DJ they, they legends out here. Like well, to me, <laughs> to Yo. me they are. Can you say that name one more time? DJ Yuki Jirushi, who's a part of um, Life Entertainment, which is Master Key, who's like OG triple OG out here. Him and Oken, it was three of them. And they were also the people that were running Rocksmith in Japan, as far as we knew. Now, Yuki Jirushi is one of my favorites. Him and Kensuke are the two people I will, like, stalk down to go to their events. Yuki because they Jirushi. Yuki Jirushi. I don't know if I've even seen his name. You, oh, man. He just released a reggaeton um, CD, as a matter of fact. It's a in Tower Records now. Yeah, oh, he just shit. released a reggaeton. Well, a mix. Not that he's the artist. He released a reggaeton mix, but... That's a person I could walk into the club and he would tap into my soul and like play stuff I haven't heard since I was little in my mom's car. Like, but hold on, Daisha. Random. I, you skipped my question. Like, what what was Kinsuke doing when he was fucking around out here? I want to I know. I wasn't here back then. When I was here, they were who they were. Like, they were already there. I met them because they were doing what they were doing. Like, after I seen how good Kensuke was, I always booked him for my events because I just I love to Kensuke has probably always been good. He has always been good. That's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Yo, I then want some, some embarrassing stories. Tell me about <laughs> Devin Morrison and Shalice. I want all the tea. Devin's cousin and I studied abroad together at Temple Japan. She introduced us on the internet like two years ago. We met for the first time in September. So I. Did not know him in real life until September. There's nothing I can tell you. We just, we, that's the connection. Earth is really, really small. <laughs> it's really For real, small. Man. Specks of dust. So much. So I, yeah, I don't have no dirt. I don't have no dirt. How is um how is how has the scene changed since you came out here and really started working with people? Is it different now? Is it more? It's really different. You have a or? you have a lot of dynamics that are happening. Um. For example, like I said, if you look at his expat military Japanese scene, I was trying to bring them all together. Um, you had situations where if something goes down in the military or they get in trouble and it shuts them down from coming out, whatever the curfew yeah. and stuff is. I know all about that. I was in Okinawa. Well, that for will two mess years. up yeah. the nightlife in Roppongi. So that's that's now affecting you know parties and streams and things that are going on there. Um, it, that's changed a lot because I don't I don't know if they come out like that anymore yeah. since I haven't been here. Um, you have 
The Japanese I don't, circuit I looks the same. I actually don't see a lot of. I, I don't. I don't hit the club scene as much here, mm. but I don't see a lot of. Um, you know, military guys. When I, I mean, obviously, I in feel Okinawa, like it's probably curfew and stuff. It's a little bit different I now. I don't know what it yeah, is. Yeah, when I used to come base. visit from Tochigi, yeah. I I would always be like, oh, he's in the military. He's, yeah, I, mean, I don't go to Roppongi as him, much him, anymore. More, right? Even in Shibuya, there was yeah. a lot more. Yeah, a lot more. It's different now. But again, that could be the crackdown on the rules on can they go out or not. That that kind of stuff. But um, yeah. suckers. Oh, a lot of yeah, the clubs closed. Really, the no. clubs have been closed since I left. I couldn't believe that they shut down. Japanese business is really backwards. So there's a lot of stuff that won't progress even though they they want it to but it just won't because Japanese culture is going to overrule everything and so that's why it takes a long time to get stuff out here Hot 9-7 doing Summer Jam I was told it took them four years to get that approved even get really? that. and that wasn't even like a real Summer Jam outside type Makuhati yeah. Meisei nah, it was in was trash also. that's why I'm like how four years that's because the Japan slot side is very very slow so, I mean, dealing with that, like, foreigner, outsiders have no idea how frustrating it is to work in Japanese culture and, like, what hurdles you have to go through or the relationships you have to have to even get a little bit of stuff done. So, it, it, I don't know. It takes a lot of time. Not looking forward to it. That's how I said, go around it. If you I can, want her go to be all my senpai. I want her to teach me the game. <laughs> she is your senpai, about bro. These, yeah, you know, <laughs> absolutely. That's, that's, that's what I yeah, want. You, I just want to deal with her. Com- we, completely. we are blessed that our senpai is acknowledging us right Bruh, now. You know what I mean? Yo, Kohai's dream of this we're, moment. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're not worried. We should <laughs> just sparkles stop in their eyes behind <laughs> you her know what I mean? with like wavy motions. Yeah, it's amazing. A thousand bows. A thousand bows. When late late told me, hey, um, I I was talking to Daisha. And I didn't know who you were at the time. He said, like, I was talking to Daisha, and she said, we can get C. Brown. And I was like, C. Brown? The turntablist. I was like, the turntablist? I would love to have a turntablist on the podcast. If you listen, I was super hyped to talk to somebody that was, you know, scratching. We've talked to DJ Sarasa on the podcast before, but not in studio. And so I was super happy. And then when he said, yo, she wants to be on the podcast as well, I said, yeah, that's dope. Let's do it on this Tuesday. And then when he, I said, I need some information about her so I can do her justice. Yeah, when I got when I got your your press package or whatever it's called, I was looking at the thing and I just didn't know where to begin because it seems as though like, wow, you have so many experiences here. You've worked with so many people. You've been a part of so many different things. Like you were you're uh, at Bed, which is the the club down the street here in Ikebukuro. You're at Sound Museum Vision. You're at uh, Batica. You're all over the place. And it's like, I was like, wow, this person is obviously super thick in this culture and been doing it for a long time and seeing that you're another you know you're you're a person of color you're a black person out here it made me really happy and proud to see that going down and we love to support especially to love to support our our powerful black women out here that's why we rock with Bay uh, Tokyo so hard and Jada B oh that was another kind of thing I was gonna ask so like yeah I'm just yo thank you for joining us I'm geeking out a little bit right now so so even now Japan as it is is pretty patriarchal so back then before even Jada was trying to get her slot in with the bass stuff how hard was it dealing with all these dudes out here as a even as a foreigner and especially as like a black woman it wasn't hard because I'm the type of person that's just like I want to do this so look at what I want to do can I do it here cool thanks this is gonna go down and so you just go in show what you want to do and that you're capable of doing it and that's kind of about it. I really didn't face any of that stuff. Like, oh, you're female, you're a foreigner. I did I did not personally face that. It 
I don't know. I can't. I can't. It just worked out. It just worked out. And you, you know, if you start something over here and bring it into them, they're more willing to be like, oh, you actually do something. You know, you have something to show for it. I trust you. Value. Yeah. And it's really important to keep the relationships that you have and not let somebody else mess it up. Um, because everything here is based on name values, who you worked with, what you did, and also who's introducing you. Like, I was taught that early on. Like, be aware of who's introducing you. And I mean, like, the first time Hajime Mashte, the, we're exchanging business card introductions. Because in their mind, it's all based on that. Like, the association, the, the image, and who this is. So it's like certain characters out here, a little suspect, you associate with them too tough. They're looking at you like you're crazy. So I was able to really navigate a lot of different circles and be directed to the right people at the right times and just, you know, recognize who was doing what and where I could help them and where I was like, nah, I'm going to stay over here because I can see that's about to go left. So that that's something you have to be aware of too. Why did you leave Tokyo? One, it's so frustrating to work here. You get to a point where you're like, I thought, it was burnout. At first, I thought it was burnout. I was like, okay, this is dumb. The industry's changing. Um, people aren't going out as much. The clubs aren't doing what they're, whatever, whatever they're supposed to do. And I was like, you know what? I don't even like, I don't want to play music for y'all anymore. Like I said, it was my hobby to DJ. I had fun playing it. I got to play. I'm like, I don't even want to be out here in the smoke. I'm good. <laughs> like, I'm good. So I kind of withdrew that way. And then my grandfather got sick is the real reason why I left, left. Like, where I just oh. was like, oh, I'm out. I've been here nine years. Like, I could go home for a few. So I was like, I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> but again, I did it on a low. I had to do it on a low. You did it like late wants to do. Yo, my birthday is next week. <laughs> I was going to do it worse because I was going to leave and then have a party but Skype myself in and I was already going to be gone. That was you, Yo, that was my real right. plan. Super post But I didn't even do that. I kind of just left and didn't tell nobody. Next time we do something here. <laughs> yeah. Show up, it's our party. And but it's party, but we're not there. <laughs> yeah. we, we, we watched this live stream that we set up earlier. Yeah, you're exactly. brilliant. You're brilliant. Use that. You can yeah, use that. Yeah. Take that for, one. For the price of on the house, thank you so yes, much. Please use Thank you so much. So Crazy. you're going to be out here for a couple more days. We're going to check out your birthday yes, party tomorrow. Happy chamber. birthday. Thank Happy you. Birthday. I'm on Capricorn, January 7th, but I'm gotta, celebrating all year. I, I got to say, I got to yeah, say. That's some that real I'm, late shit right there. I love, it is. That's some late, that's some late shit that late would do, actually. <laughs> last last year, his birthday was all month. He took over my birthday. all month. I do yeah, all month. He took too. over my birthday last month. But I got to say that I love that you're very open about your age. I know it's kind of a point of contention with some women why. don't want to be like, yo, I'm 42 but yo you're out here 36 I, I love into it your 30s yeah. is the best yeah. decade they lie to y'all about your 20s get to your 30s you're kind of killing it right now get yeah. to your 30s yeah. Yeah. 30s is I'm, where it's at yo it really i turned 35 this year and i've never felt more, more. 35 <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean like i mean more i'm not gonna say like i'm not in the best shape of my life but more i'm fresh. definitely like i don't a lot of things are not impeding me. I feel happy. I feel good. I've got a strong circle of people around me, people that I trust and love. I'm in a place that's beautiful all the time with allergies, and I'm just doing my regular thing. My you know whole what I mean? face, my whole regular right thing. Now. Yeah, yeah. Allergies crazy. Right, so, um, where where can people find you if they want to get in contact with um, you? Instagram. I'm at Daisha underscore Hunter D A I S H A underscore H U N T E R. Um, my government, that's what it is. I'm Daisha Hunter on pretty much everything. And usually I talk to people about coming to Tokyo. Everybody wants to know where to go here. I'm like, I don't even know what's open. I ain't been here in two tell years. Them to, but tell them to listen to our podcast. We do the exactly. shows all the time. That's our whole shit. Check I don't even forecast. have the job. I don't know. 
I'm on my phone. <laughs> oh, oh, I thought you were doing the drops. So I just pressing Yo, all the buttons. Make on a the press drops. that shit. I press every button on it. Four, that shit lit up like four, those, four. like that toy you used to have when you were a kid. You used to connect yeah. the light squares together. That shit lit up like that. Yeah, I just press all the buttons. Oh, oh, this is a good one. Script. <laughs> is that a skirt skirt button? That's, that's, that's a I very, can't. that's like a, a, a play school. Like Shout out to Kevin wheels. Foster. Script. Yeah, yeah. Word. Script. So Kevin, Kevin Foster is the guy that did the faces for our, our rebrand, our, our logo. Our first one, right? yeah. Our original yeah. faces. Logo, yeah. Actually, this is a good time to talk about it. At this point, you've probably seen that we have a new logo going on. Check out our guy, KeenWaukeen.com. Shout out. Com. Shout the out new logo Keen is Joaquin. live. At least one of them. We have several new Approaches, vote at ads. Bruh. Are they all on your Instagram account? Not yet. Not yet. I think we uh, the Twitter. This, there, Are we voting? Are uh, we voting? No, the, oh for... no, we weren't going to vote, but we have the red MLS joint. That one right there. Oh. We've only dropped thing. three. We've only, yeah. No, only two. Only two. yeah, yeah. We only dropped two. Yeah, yeah. you did the Mega Late Show cover cover photos. Oh, well. Facebook. What the Samuel L. Jackson shit? <laughs> nah, that, that's that a whole different. That's April Fool's shit. Samuel Jackson, real quick. This is whole. This is a whole joint. Yeah, but we like yeah. uh, we recently tried to rebrand. Where's you know the one I mean? with your faces on? Isn't there one with your faces? Yeah, there is. I like that one. That was the original. It's in the rafters. Oh, I like that. That's it. original. No, we're still going to use kinda, that. I'm gonna I kind of miss the faces, that. yo. I'm going to put the, I'm gonna put, we'll put the it's faces. It's retro now. We're gonna I enter- miss the faces. It's very Tribe Called Quest to have the faces. It's very everybody. Yeah, we should put our faces, faces on the. Oh yeah. Lir- the put me put me <laughs> over there by Aesop Rock because I talked the most I'm on the podcast. Trying to figure this shit. poster out. A ranking of rappers by size of vocabulary. Yeah, that's a poster. And for our listeners, I have a little bit blow up of um, a ranking of rappers by size of vocabulary and their first thirty-five thousand words that they rapped. Oh. And um, you know the person way at the bottom of the spectrum with the least number of words is. Um, Darkman X, also known as DMX, and then the person on the right side with the largest number of words is my guy Aesop Rock, who some people know that that's my favorite MC. And also next to that, you can see uh, I think that's the Jizza right there. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out why they're so low. I didn't know if that was bad or no. Good. It, actually, it's not. It's, no, it's not upwards. Like upwards doesn't matter. Oh, it's, it's, it's just okay. uh, it's from left to it's right. Just a lot of people got stuck in that middle yeah, section. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's where people put words together. Aesop Rock is like. On a platform of that his is own. He, he's actually off the scale. That's why they have the little upwards dent because he is at 7,393, which is like, I think, a full thousand over everybody else. That's a lot. A thousand extra that. words is a lot of extra words. And he's All very right. vo- yeah, verbose. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Japanese cats? Japanese rappers, I feel like their vocabulary. Who do y'all like? Do you even listen yeah. to Japanese rap? What do y'all? Mm, I like Kid some Fushino. of the contemporary yeah, stuff. I was Kid almost. Fushino. I was gonna drop. I was gonna drop a candle track today that came out of the new meditative uh, mixtape. Super fire. I like. Dope. I think Egotopia is the Japanese Illmatic. That's one of my favorite albums of all time. Really? I, yeah, I f- uh, fucking love that album, man. I like Slack. Uh, I think I like my favorite Mace, rapper so, disappeared. Like that was Tao. If y'all can yeah. go back and find some Tao music, he was amazing. So I don't know if he's still rapping now. Tao? Yeah. He was like, like Ikebukuro bed underground. Like you could feel his energy in the music. Ikebukuro underground. No, I'm saying that's, we always performed at bed. Bed, bed <laughs> is like the bed, underground but. kind of grimy yeah. hip hop spot in Tokyo. I want to get, I saw I Cole get, went there once though, man. I don't know how underground it is. Well, I mean, Bed is kind of an epicenter well, yeah, not, for hip-hop in a, Tokyo. It's a specifically... Yeah, it's like a legendary spot. It's, it's, like, a, it's, oh, it's, it's a specifically it's a grimy, grimy spot. strong hip-hop epicenter in, in Tokyo. And I want to I wanna DJ there once once a week if I can talk Shout to you. Shout out to Tarantula. Yeah. It's easy for us to get down with. 
Yo, um, so I, I guess we're 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 approaching the end of the podcast right now. Daisha, is there anything you want to say? Do you want to ask us any more questions? Do you want to talk some no, shit? No, we going to keep in touch. Shoot. If you want to get yeah. back to the States, definitely keep in touch. I'll Senpai, keep sending you people to... that come over because everyone's coming over. Um, I just want to talk to you. I, did, I mean, these people are great, but I just want to talk Yo. to you and build with you. <laughs> I've told Mega, but I met you by accident, really. Mm-hmm. That guy, Patrick, whose real name is Carson. <laughs> Carson. <laughs> He tried. Uh, he's, he's a guy. I he, said fucker with the hard ER. He yeah. he gets a little brolic when he gets drunk. He sometimes. should come tomorrow. Oh, yeah, okay. But uh, he was like, <laughs> "You don't even know Daisha," and I was like, "What, nigga?" But in my mind, I was like, "Yo, I don't. Who I really don't know Daisha. Who is Daisha?" Yeah. And then the next day, I was in Bridge, and uh, I don't even know how we even. Maybe Kinsuke Mike. did it. My man, Mike MMFM DJ MMFM was in there. Malcolm. Yes, that is my okay, brother right yeah. there. But I didn't know him either. I thought you knew it. Oh, no. then he and I were in there together. Yeah, and he yeah, yeah. Kensuke. Yeah, I met both y'all at the met. same time. Yeah, and then that's hilarious. From there, I was like, she was like, "Oh, I'm Daisha." I was like, "Are you the Daisha?" <laughs> the Daisha. <laughs> and from then, it's just been so much love. Every time I see her, it's just like I've met her a billions of times. But this is probably like our fifth or sixth time meet, maybe mm-hmm. less than that meeting only. But yeah, I feel like you're my family pretty much yes i'm glad yeah man welcome love 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 went to the soul food house for the first time oh i will be going there this week shout out to tanya and david you need to have him on david whitaker was one of the first open mic having i think oh yeah i think um the the dude that runs soul food house Mm -hmm. i think he was just on the homies podcast um rump raw urban Uh, uh mobile podcast Mm -hmm. they just started a podcast uh tokyo cliff and chocolate buddha they're two they're two brothers out here who Mm -hmm. are also doing a podcast but they kind of focus more on you know talking to people that run things like that talking about culture as japanese culture as black men whereas we kind of just talk about hip-hop shit most of the time Mm -hmm. but uh i love their work and i think they had him on their podcast yeah so yeah i mean and also that's a shout out too for our listeners check out raw urban mobile podcast tokyo cliff and and uh, chocolate buddha they're really good and uh they have some really great conversations here in in tokyo so word yeah so late what do we got on the uh on the docket we got some upcoming shows and things of that nature Yo, I just passed my phone. Hold on, let me let me go ahead and bring it up. So when this podcast when this comes out, it is going to be April thirteenth, and on April thirteenth, uh, we've got Kojo is having his here release tour party, supported by Cocalero in Shibuya at WWX. I don't know where that is at exactly, but uh, Kojo is super dope. He's going to be there with uh, Isugi, Olive Oil, Ilmore, um, Bupon. Akane, I don't know a lot of these people, but you know, Kojo is super dope, real hip hop head. I think you've worked with him before as well, Daisha. Years, right? I was his tour DJ, two years, and did a lot of his uh, marketing he, and releases. He does uh, Kojo's Kitchen, which is like a, a web pod- a, mm-hmm. a web show. I want to get Kojo on the on the podcast. I feel like I might be problematic because I'm going to want to ask him about his ex wife, Apani B. I but never I don't know. really look, talked yeah, to yeah. him about her, but I remember being told yeah. about her. And yeah, I was like, dope. oh, I would love to know more, she's but I'm dope. not going to ask. She's dope. <laughs> and then on Saturday, April 14th, um, of course, that's the breakdown at Coins Bar with our guys. That's my boys. Uh, Adam. Puda Fetch. Oh, can we go back for a second? Okay. Uh, wait. 
Friday tonight when you're listening, I'll be playing at Hotel Inn. I don't know what time, but uh, that's the homie Hiromi, who's also Speakeasy. That's his event. Tap room, uh, bar room. It's going down in Shibuya. And on the 15th, uh, Life Park is going down at Motosando, Commune 2nd. That's the homie L's crew. Shout out to Ryota. Shout out to Gabawa. Shout out to Sonoki. Shout out to everybody out there. And, you know, every Monday's Under the Moonlight, that's AJ along with 8-Man and Spite and some other cats. Hachiman. Uh, yes, absolutely. You know, I think it's 8 I'm conflicted. I don't Both know. of them are dope. 8-Man and Hachiman. I like Hachiman, to be honest. But Hachiman. I think, I think Japanese people don't like Hachiman because it's like Honey Man or something like that. Uh, or B-Man. Uh, like eight, <laughs> 800. Horny Man or something. Yo, I like Horny Man. Yo, I listen to little Horny Face Man. Whatever his name is. But yo, uh, the next day is Palladium Lab with Jory Bradshaw. That's every second and fourth. Shout out to Jory Bradshaw. Uh, Tuesday. So that means every second and fourth and fifth Monday, that's DJ Kinsuke and sometimes DJ Waterai at Bridge. Kinsuke. Every Wednesday, Ooh. it's going down at Quintet. And when y'all are listening to this, it's too fucking late. But hey. that's where too we'll be late. at tomorrow to check out the 36th Chamber birthday for Daisha. And I'm looking at all this other shit, and it's a little not so important. Except for Speakeasy is going down on the 2nd of May which is also your boy's motherfucking birthday. And really? we will be playing with DJ Spinner. Spinner. Let me find out. I need to fly back for Golden I feel like, Week. I feel like you're spin- saying Spinner. It's nah, A. No, nah, I definitely Spinner? did not Spinner. do the hard R okay, on okay. that. I was, I was, no, it was A. A. R or A. I heard I definitely did the hard R. I didn't okay, like never did okay, okay. ER, ER. ER. I thought I heard him say <laughs> nah, the Bill Barr shit. <laughs> but yo, uh, I, he said ER. I hope I still get two sets for that because I just want to get ratchet as fuck that night. But uh, yeah, that's going down at Vent and Aoyama, and uh, yo, we do the show every week, so y'all can check the calendar. Uh, yeah, and and the one last show that I want to tell you guys again, related to my weather report, is on the twenty eighth. Stone's Throw is going to be at Sound Museum Vision, and our uh, the person uh, Sudan Archives is going to be performing. So check that one out too. Mega Late Show episode thirty. 2018. We're here with. Well, oh, we didn't do our. We didn't do our Wu Tang names. We didn't have our Wu Tang. Oh names. shit! Do we have a quick second? Yeah. What What is my Wu Tang name going to be? My Wu Tang name came up as Arrogant Wizard. That's what the generator made for me. Yo, my Wu Tang name is is Marquee Neutral. Spelled <laughs> like a theater marquee. Neutral. I I'm I'm rocking with Bob <laughs> Digital. Yeah, Marquee Neutral. That's actually an old hip hop name that I used to use as well. Marquee Neutral. Sees what you got. We got to check the generator, bro. Oh, I don't like the generator. I don't even like the name. Type me in. Late, type me in. Steven James Lefevre. 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 That sounds fancy. Oh, I thought you just put a little flavor on it. It's really Lefevre? Yeah, it's really Lefevre. Oh, we got the, we got the theme coming already? Oh, shit. Visual Bandit with a Z. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, that makes sense. He's a filmmaker. Why not? Government, government. What? Corin, government, government. Okay. Unlucky artist. Ah, uh, that's a little bit sad. <laughs> type, type in my last name with your shit. See if it changes up. Wait, do you want your real shit or what? Nah, nah, nah. I don't. I don't need mine. I'm. I'm Marquee Neutral. Yo, actually, you are. Do you have a middle name? Yeah. I don't know what Ant. it is. 
Ants? Yeah. Yo, this drunken leader. <laughs> <laughs> appropriate. Very Love appropriate. It. Love <laughs> it. Appropriate. Very appropriate. Appropriate. Yo, uh, shout out to all the Tanakas listening. Shout out to Cake. Uh, Damn, that generator's pretty Pretty legit. on point. Yeah, pretty yeah. on point. Yo, I need to step my game up. <laughs> Ready for Yo, tomorrow? Late. In a year, that's going to change. Why? Why does generator look like Miss Cleo? Father UC King, the police. Yo, thank you, Daisha, very much for rocking with us. Thank you for thank having you, Daisha, me. Thank you. Can't wait to come back. Daisha underscore Hunter, check her out. Mega Lee. I'm gonna be laughing if like, cause my brother-in-law's last name is Hunter, and he's from Philly too. I'll be laughing if they're related. Somehow. There's no two. Harrisburg. See how everyone wants to yeah. just throw us into Philly? No. Oh, I, I'm, I'm Hell sorry. No. I mean, I mean, thank you. Canadian. 